Welcome to another episode of Midwest Flyways Uncensored. As always, this podcast is brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Check them out at highmountainjerky.com. Let's go. All right, so Joey's getting fucking testy already. Uh, <laughs> wants me to turn shit down. Um, so today it's no. me and Joey and Grinder Hines. Your boy. What's up, Joe? Oh, not much, dude. Just hanging out in the off season. I miss oh. hunting so much. Are you, are <laughs> it's you only been a, like a week. Are you taking a shit at the same time or what? I was, yeah. Yeah. Joey's roommate just got home, so that's convenient. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. We just we just run it, so we I don't care. I guess I've never met your mom before, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> mom? Yeah. <laughs> I'm <Sick>. in my room. <laughs> so, right, guys, so. I just want to introduce you to the inventor of the Grinder app, Joe Hines. Yeah, uh, no, that's me. It was uh, it was a marketing for, like, uh, meat markets, and then it just oh, got out of control. Dude. Well, here's like, the thing, too, man. No. I mean, everybody wonders how you're able to just constantly hunt and not work or anything yeah and so that's how right that's yeah. how you made all your yeah, money i invented the grinder app and like i said it was for meat markets for like trading meats and knowing where to get your deer and cows butchered but now it <laughs> turned into something else getting butchered and uh oh my god <laughs> dude it took a mind right, of its so own podcast is over yeah, uh, yeah, right. it took a mind of its own i actually no, cool, deleted man. my account the second day so oh congratulations on your sustained success with that app man it's really good Good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so we're going to let you plug some stuff, and that's boring, so we're just going to let you go right now. So just start talking about all your shit so we can get that out of the way, and then... Um, yeah. <laughs> get in, dude. Are we still on the grinder app, or are we... Yeah. No, <laughs> are we <laughs> <laughs> no so, yeah. Dude, um, dude you've been hunting still, though. So, um, like, you just stopped hunting. Yeah, I just stopped hunting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where were you? Oh, God. We uh, Well, Minnesota. I start down in Hutchinson, Minnesota area. Um, uh, half owner operator of Legend Outfitters with my buddy Trevor Ludke. We both owned uh, guide services, and then he bought one from a buddy of mine, and we just kind of conjoined them and made it Legend Outfitters. And then legendary, yeah. I mean, they are pretty <laughs> legendary. But um, then I got a Snapchat from my buddy Trent Toso like four years ago, who's up in Fergus Falls, and um, he basically said, "Dude, you should come up here and hunt with us." And I was like, "All right, all right, cool." So I went up there and, um, yeah, just kind of started off there. Like you guys, this is the best hunting in the world. In my opinion, you know, like there's so many birds up there and heated pits and yeah. you, I mean, honestly, you don't really have to scout even, you just go up there with a pit and, um, works like that and sit and send a pit. Excuse me. I had to get that. The fuck was yeah. that? <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that out. Um, but yeah, so I talked to the owner operator of feet down waterfall, Connor Lausch and was like, yo dude, you got something going on pretty major here. Uh, would you care if I started getting my own clients and just running them and then me and you split them, you know? And he's like, yeah, do it. You know, I'm not going to say that they were slow, but I, I definitely helped them pick up business. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we started doing that. So from September till November, um, running legend outfitter hunts with my buddy Trevor. And then I go up to Fergus falls. And from November till the end of December around Christmas, when the hunting season in Minnesota ends, 
I'm up there guiding too. So, and I mean, it's not like I abandoned Trevor. Trevor's a very well-rounded yeah, hunter yeah, guide himself. Yep. And even when I'm gone, then that means you don't got to split it with me. You know what I mean? So, right. It works pretty good. Well, he's easily one of the best goose callers I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, dude. <laughs> Dude, no, he's he's, he's incredible. Yeah, he's very good. That's a that's another thing um, about these guide services I go with too is everybody is very contest level oh, yeah. on a call. You know, Trevor Dynamite, um, Toso's, Toso's my God, and yeah, uh, Connor is just great too. I mean, if those guys would put together a routine, they'd they'd definitely be. Oh, yeah. they'd swipe a novice in no time and then be calling up in the opens and shit like that too. So those guys are dynamite. Great guys too. Really cool. So tell us a little more too, because like I mean, a lot of people don't know, but what's going on in Fergus that makes it such a special place to hunt all year? Well, there's open water all the time. We have these coal plants that um, basically pump warm water into the water systems yeah, and keeps it open. Just pump toxic water into the. That's that's fine. <laughs> as long as there's geese, I'll be long gone before that toxicity gets to anything oh, that yeah. I care about. Yep. As long as I had great goose hunting the rest of my life, whatever. But yeah, yeah, no, they they have open water and all that stuff, and uh, they got a lot of fields out there that nobody can hunt. The big corporations own, so right. it's basically they sit on open water and they fly out over a few pits that we have and go to giant cornfields that nobody can hunt. So it's kind of a win-win. They right. can always eat, they can always drink, type of thing, without being bothered and pushed out of the area. That's pretty sick. Yeah, Joey. I mean, Joey's obviously been up there a few times. I've been up there a couple times. Yep. Uh, the last time we were up there it was like painful because. Like ten minutes after we left, they crushed a like a twelve man limit in like twenty minutes. Yeah, oh yeah. And you guys didn't. Morning. And you guys didn't kill anyone. <laughs> no, we well, did. We killed what a couple. Did we kill like three. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, and then we because it was like it was shit weather, mm-hmm. and you know the weather was coming in as we were leaving. Yeah, pushing a front. Yeah, yeah. yeah sort of all the birds out Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've had that happen a few times. We'll go. I'll go out to one pit, and I'm like, oh man, it's slow here. And then our migrator spot out at 88, Tulsa was just wrecking them. Like, dude, there's 300 in the decoys, and we left. Like, fuck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you want to come out here? It's like, that nah. Hurts. But, yeah, it's it gets pretty nasty up there sometimes. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. I've been there with you a couple of times. We were hunting out of the airport pit, and I think I was there for, like, three days with you or something, right? Yep. And we, you just kept cycling out different groups of clients. Yeah, it was yeah. like. 12-man limit, 10-man yep. limit, 16-man limit, yep. and then we were all just like, okay, it's time to shoot our birds now, yep. and it was just dumb. Yep. Yeah, it's time for us to kill ours and go. I mean, I always keep my gun loaded right. in case there's that double band on that side, and I shoot one of them too. But. Yeah, man. So how many <coughs> bands would you say you know you actually shot? Is it like 30% or do you steal from clients 70% of them? <laughs> I, steal. I have actually never <laughs> taken a band from a client. At this point, I feel that it's awesome to come back with a band and be like hey check this out guys look what we got and just to see you know the glow in their eyes and i mean there's yeah. a lot of times when every time people come up to fergus falls they're like oh man we want one of them double bands it's like yeah well you and the other three groups in this pit so yep. good yeah. luck you know unless i always say in the beginning when i do the uh when i do my speech like the safety speech like look if you guys see a double band, you can kill it, but you better make sure it's double banded. Otherwise, you have to unload for the next group. You know, if you shot it, and I know you shot it, nobody else shot at it. You know, like a single, and you pop out on the left side and crank, and you're like, "I seen it on a double band." That's yours. I won't let anybody argue with you about it. You know, but there's been a lot of times where I've, I'll go out there pick up birds, and hey, we got a band, double band. Who Joe's, so we'll Joe's got his it. gun loaded. Someone's like, "Double band." Joe's like. 
Dude, dude, I swear to God, I did do that to a kid one time. So he, we were talking about double bands, and he, this this guy, he came hunting with me again this year. I can't remember his name, though. But uh, he's kind of a goofy fucker. He knows my younger cousin and gives me shit about her and all this stuff. So I was like, look, dude, you see a double band, let me know, and I'll make sure it dies. <laughs> like, as a joke, you know. So we're sitting there. We got, like, this group of, like, 30 coming in of migrators, and this two-pack, like, drops low. And he goes, hey, that one's got a double band. And I go, which one? He goes, the one up top. I or the the one on the bottom. He goes, the one on the bottom. I throw my lid back, I pull up, just wrench it. And he goes, No, this one. And it was so low to the ground. I didn't know that was the low one. I just looked up and seen a goose and he shot it and it was double band. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I totally tried taking his glory. I mean, it's all up for himself. I told you, if you see one, pull up and shoot. Oh, Definitely don't man. tell. If I seen a neck collar, I wouldn't don't be like, Joey, Joe. there's a neck collar over here <laughs> yeah. on the left-hand side. What do you think he's going to do? Go ahead, Joe. You can kill it. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I'd, no, kick your, I'd kick your gun over and pull right. up and shoot that thing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was at the staff hunt for uh, Mulkier, and we had no geese landing all day. They were just lunch line, lunch line, yeah. lunch line. And there was this one goose just floating around the spread, and it comes right over me and Scott. I'm sitting right next to Scott. We have, like, the bubble pits, you know, that they have there. All the other ones are completely enclosed, so no yeah, one can see like the geese. Yeah, they got, like, the peaker lids or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, weird. Yeah, I know what you mean. So only Scott and I could see the, what the geese were doing. And I go, Scott, that one's banded. I'm going to pop out and shoot. And he goes, no, don't. Trust me. And I'm like... <laughs> No, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. Classic. No, don't. No, don't shoot that one. Dude. There's a bigger reason coming why you shouldn't shoot that single banded bird. And I and I was and so last close. second. Scott pulls up and drills it. Exactly. I was so close to just popping my lid and saying "fuck you" and I shooting would've. it. I and then he goes, "No, don't." And I'm like, "All right. Well, this is my first time being on the staff hunt and being invited. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't be an asshole." And then some other guy on the far left shoots it and he goes, "This is why you don't shoot." That bird, Joe. And he goes, we always draw for birds out of this pit only. He goes, so. no, no and way. guess who got the band in the end? Scott did on the end. Wasn't there like Scott. 20 people? Classic. That, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. That's like I the remember boss, him telling me about The that. boss creates employee of the month and he fucking wins it himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Sweet, Sick dude. dude. Upgraded parking spot. Yeah. I already got it. Uh-huh. Sick. Fucking ass. Yeah. yeah no, there's, there's definitely no arguing about him sometimes. I mean, it's if, if I... If one's shot on the right end and I'm on the left end, I don't even argue about it. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? But if, if like, we tag into a four-pack and it's me and three other guys shooting on our end, I'll be like, look, I'm going to be in the drawing too. You know what I mean? Because I like them just as much, but whatever. There's so, I watched so many go this year. It's retarded. How many bands do you think you have at this point? Is it like... <clears throat> I have... On my lanyard, I think I have... Yeah, right. That's what she said. <laughs> he That's messed it up. The one lower. The one lower. <laughs> Connor just hands us a fucking podcast machine. He's like, go I don't nuts, know uh, what any of these buttons are, but cool, yeah. man. Go nuts, guys. All right. No, uh, I think I'm a, up, I good. think on my lanyard, I have like 60, 61 honkers or something like that. I put yeah. 16 on this season. Wow. I pinched 16 of them on myself. Um, you big pincher? And then um, <laughs> I pinched. Dog. But uh, it is kind of cool. Uh, I I, it's I funny, it. too, because like people always say like once you get on the band train, yeah. like you're on it. Right. And it was right. sort of funny because, you know, up to this year, I'd seen one band shot, and then we went, uh, I hunted Gavin's, that field with Gavin, and we shot that band there. And then, like, two weeks later, we were doing a podcast talking about going to see Bobby Guy in Kansas. Yep. And I was like, no, nah, we're going to shoot a band. Then we went and shot that 15-year-old spec, spec yeah, I remember from that. Anchorage. I think that was cool. banded. That was tight, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, shit. All right. It was really cool. Maybe we are on the band train. And then right. we went to Louisiana and didn't shoot shit for Mallards. Yeah, exactly. So. Sweet. So that was cool. <laughs> 
Didn't shoot shit at all. So that was tight. Right. No bands, no birds. I think myself, I think I seen 30, I don't know, I bet it's in the 40s, bands die. I'd have to go back and look at all Yeah, that's a pretty good... Uh, There's a lot of them I didn't get pictures of either. You know, I just threw them next to a guy like, here you go. Thanks, yeah. and I just, you know, I just didn't even take Pretty a good ratio, it. too, though. Yeah, it is <laughs> I mean, really good. I'm starting to wonder in your tactics. I mean, you shot, what, 30 this year, and 16 of them are on your lanyard? No, 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 it was over <laughs> that for sure. But that was that was guiding. The I other, don't know, man. No, dude, the sixth, I'm telling you, man, you got to hunt with me. Haven't, haven't you been with when I've called them out and been dude, like, there's one, clink, you I, know I what know, I mean? Yeah, I'm sure. Here's, Cal, yeah. here's the crazy thing is I'm like, okay, this guy is, definitely stealing bands from clients and shit and then i go out hunting with him and i'm sitting next to him in the pit and we're just calling it geese and then there's like 40 or 50 landing the decoys and he goes band boom and and then everyone starts shooting into the birds and he's like i killed this band over here i'm like it's not banded and he goes and picks it up as banded i'm like wow that's lucky as shit and then the next time we go hunting he's like oh man that one's banded that one's banded and I'm like, what? And he goes, kill him. And it just boom, 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 boom. And yeah. he goes, yeah, see, this is the one I was talking about. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, dude, you just got to look. Everybody looks at their chest or their face. I look at their black feet, you know? Yeah. But, I yeah. mean, I, I have videos on, like, YouTube and shit of me, like that one when we are in the pasture. I'm yep. like, look at that one. That one's standing there. See it banded? It's clear as day on there. And it's clear as day of me shooting it, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I ended up, it was, the, it was that kid's uh, grandpa's pasture. And I was like, whatever, dude, you can have it. You know, it, yeah. sentimentally said, I was like, sure, that's fine. And he's no. a cool kid. He's a good guy. That's funny, too, because, like, Bobby guy uses a shot cam, you know? Yeah. And so when we shot that band, <laughs> yeah. the kid that drew it obviously didn't shoot it. But he's like, right. just wait till I pull up the shot cam. He's like, I-, I will know exactly who shot it. Right, right. But those shot cams and shit like that, dude, makes it look like he's killing every bird he's pulling oh, yeah. up on. You know what I mean? Like, no way, dude. I noticed that with, like, GoPros when those were, like, the shot cams back in the day. Everybody had a GoPro. And it's like, dude, this guy's killed eight geese. <laughs> you know what I mean? And his <laughs> yeah. limits, what? So, yeah, it was just nuts. Because every, yeah. everybody's shooting at it, and they don't really show everybody's pattern yeah. going at it, just getting killed, and you know. Where are you putting your videos now? I mean, like, so you're still making videos, obviously. Yeah. So it was Fowl Family? It was Fowl Family. I started that with my group of friends back in, like, my God, high school days, you know what I mean? And I thought it was going to be like uh, what you guys have, you know, a bunch of friends getting together, making videos and shit. Yeah. And then, I mean, those guys are still really my good friends, but they just never really kept hunting hard right, and right. shit like that. So I kind of quit that <laughs> and uh, started. So it turned into Fowl Family Guide, what was my guide service. And then um, the guy who showed me how to guide and teach me how to guide was Phil Schmidt, and he moved to Las Vegas and um, sold. Uh, Hell of a move for a waterfall guy. Goosebut. Yeah, I mean, he liked riding motorcycle more than he liked hunt, waterfall hunting, yeah. I guess. Ended up almost killing him twice. Oh, doing that shit, but whatever. He's back now. Now he's a trucker. But anyway, he sold that company, Goosebusters. It was called the Trevaluki. And then me and him were guiding and like close to each other. He lives like a half hour away from me. And he'd call me and be like, hey, man, I got clients. You got a spot? I'm like, yeah, just we'll split them. Or, you know, I'll, you take the money. And I already got four guys. Don't worry about it. And he'd do the same to me. Like, hey, Trevor, I ain't got nowhere to go, blah, blah, blah. And then we just conjoined. And we started Legend Outfitters, which it was now. And then... um yeah. So that's where you're posting your videos. Is I want to post my videos on YouTube. Or yeah, but Legends saying? Outfitters is like the channel. It's Grinder Heinz is the channel. Okay. So it was File Family, yeah. Yep. And then I changed it. And it, well, it was, <laughs> it was yeah, File Family. See, dude, this is confusing. Right, it was File Family. And then <laughs> it was Lifetime Waterfaller that I did yeah. with Scott. Because I called Scott and was like, look, dude, uh, you're giving me a lot of calls. And I'm selling the shit 
out of them. You know what I mean? Like I, I, he gives me like 25 calls. I don't even have them for four or five hours. And I was, I'd make like a thousand, 500 to a thousand dollars just sitting there in like five hour span, you know? And I'm sitting here thinking, and I know everybody that makes calls and where I could get them made and yada, yada. So I was like, I'm going to make my own goose calls. And, um, I called Scott to tell him like, Hey man, I have to have this awkward conversation with you where I'm not using malt gear anymore. Mm-hmm. He's like, why, what are you going to use? And I was like, Primos. And he's, like, <laughs> 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 and he's like, what? I'm like, no, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to make my own. He's like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, well, what the fuck do you mean? What do I want to do? He's like, well, what do you want to do, dude? Do you want to be a call maker? Or do you want to be like a like a waterfall hunter? I was like, well, basically, I want to travel and film like I've been doing, you know, but I feel like if I had calls to sell, it definitely fund my running around, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And he's like, well, here's the thing, dude. Um, notice how I don't go hunting every day like you do? And I'm like, I guess, kind of. He's like, it's because I got to sit in this garage and make these fucking calls all the time, you know? And I was like, dude, he's, it's a good point, though, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah. so what do you want to do? And he's like, well, how about we do something together and we'll try to start this thing, you know? And I was like, all right, sure, you know? And I felt I felt like it was just kind of like he was still very stuck on Mulgear and I was just kind of peddling this as my own, but yeah. I wasn't getting the full outcome I wanted, you know? So I was like, fuck it i'm just gonna be a mole gear so me and him worked out a deal to be a mole gear and that's where i'm at right now yeah. so then i just said like because in the beginning he's like i'll take all my videos we'll put them on your youtube and shit and that just never happened so i'm like you know what i'm just gonna call my youtube grinder heinz i'm never gonna fucking change it again right and whoever and if another company comes up or starts or whatever we're doing it i'll just advertise it on my youtube channel yeah, but yeah. keep it grinder heinz so you, know what I mean? you guys made so scott was he had the connections for getting the calls made. I had the connections for getting the calls made. Okay. And then he would tune them. Yeah. And he'd then send tune them out. And send them out and, and, then, and grave them and all that. So I didn't have to sit in my garage and do it like he did. You know, he was over And that there. was the go-to. And that was the go-to. Yeah. And then you shut down Lifetime. Yep. And then we quit Lifetime. And now you're putting your videos, you're going to be putting your videos on the roots. On the roots. Yeah. Because I mean, like you guys know, YouTube rewards you for quantity not quality. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's hard for guys like us that don't want to strap a GoPro to our head and, you know, do the self film thing like um, Bobby Guy does. Which no yeah, disrespect and I'm not, to him. No, I'm not knocking Bobby anybody no, for not. what they're doing. Man. Hell no, yeah, I'm not. Anybody either. who can film videos and anybody that can waterfall hunt for, for a living, yeah. I respect Absolutely. the shit out of them. You know yep. what I mean? So Especially yeah. if you're self made. I'm just saying that's not how I would do it you know what i mean right, right. i just couldn't do it like that like i kind of grew up on the the zinc videos and the foils dvds yep, there's you different know what styles I mean? exactly there definitely is so that's what i wanted to do and with that style of hunting i you can't put a video out every day every two days you know right. what i mean yep. you just can't fucking nope, do you it can't do it yeah so i was like well what can we do here and scott's a bigger name and i'm getting more popular and i'm like well I don't want to sit here and edit these videos for five hours and not make anything off it, you know? Right, so, right, and right. Scott's like, I also, cause he was used to putting DVDs out and making like 20 grand off them or maybe even more, you know, I don't know, he but definitely he definitely made more than 20 grand. Right. Exactly. Whatever, you know, but he was getting paid yeah. for them, you know? And he's like, I don't want to put out goose society four and on YouTube and not get shit for it or right, put it right. out on DVD. Like I said, nobody's buying DVDs type of thing. So, um, I was like, well, dude, uh, do you know who Vitaly is? Vitaly on yeah, yeah. He's good. Vitaly's a big YouTuber. He's yep. a Russian guy. Pulls all these crazy yep. ass pranks. And then yep. he started Vitaly Uncensored, where he basically has like these porn star chicks do these pranks where they pull their tits out and shit. Hmm. And he he ha- and you can't put that on YouTube, obviously. So he started a website, Vitaly Uncensored, where he's got all these crazy ass um, pranks with these chicks. 
and you pay monthly for a subscription. And you obviously pay monthly for that subscription? <laughs> no, no. Nah, his subscription's is, uh, already linked up on other stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I had something for that. Now I just fucking lost it when I looked at you, you bastard. Not witty enough, dude. Right, right, Not right. Witty enough. right. You're always just so ugly, I fucking got lost my track of thought. <laughs> is it the mustache? Excuse <laughs> <laughs> oh. me, sorry, I mustache you. Yeah. <laughs> But no, so then that's, I called Scott and I was like, hey, this is what we should do, you know, and uh, we'll call it the roost and it'll be sweet. We'll just hoard all our videos in there and we'll do a monthly subscription. And uh, I was like, I don't know, like 10 bucks a month or something. He's like, fuck that, dude. We want something that's going to be like cheap that people stay. So let's do $3. I was like, $3. (laughs) That's the price of a beer. I could lift up my couch cushions and find $3. You know what I mean? And then the more and more I thought about it, I'm like, well, if you gain traction and get a lot of followers, you know, it might be the thing too, you know? Not only that, but like $3 a month, my iCloud storage pulls $2.99 a month and I don't even know it. Yeah, exactly. I could not even use it for the rest of my life and they just accidentally pull $3. We did the math the other day, dude. And it's like nine cents a day, you know, and it's, and it kind of reminds me of like, I still have, well, you actually still have my Goose Society DVDs mm-hmm. and it's not like I'd get rid of them. I have them. Cause now. what if I want to watch them again? You know what I mean? So I think you'd always just stay subscribed to it, but don't be going and copying us Midwest flyways. Midwest, so, too Midwest late. We already copycats. We already came out. Yeah, we already came out. So yeah, it's called, uh, we the, started, uh, uh, we called it the roost with two, with two T's. T's. So, yeah, guys, so that's what we're on. And we're, that's going to be coming out in like, I don't want to yeah, jinx don't, this. Don't say it, dude. Soon, this is like Kanye soon. pushing his album very every two soon, weeks before you know? Christmas. <laughs> All right, let me just say something. You two keep trying to talk over each other, and I'm gonna slap both of you. Okay, sorry. Okay, it's okay, now you go. Ears. I'm not sorry, but you done? Turn your shit down, Joe. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> uh, so, are you guys gonna? Here's one question. So, are you guys going to host other people's videos on the roost? We were thinking about it. Yeah. For like a paid type of thing. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, for instance, like for us, we would still put all of our stuff on YouTube. Right. But then, you know, with like Masio Go or mm-hmm. you've got other, like Amazon Prime. So, like our videos are on Amazon Prime. Right. So, we host them in like tons of different places. So, I definitely think like if you guys were selective that, you right. know, with people that like had the same quality content. Exactly. Then you guys might be, you know, that might be a good thing too. Right. Yeah, that's something we're definitely thinking about. Because I feel like people would get really sick of seeing your face. They wouldn't. I don't know, man. Because I'm looking would at not. it right now and I want you to fucking leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, dude. I'm telling your fucking mom. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> mom. Call Joey's roommate out here quick. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, that would be kind of tight though. It would definitely yeah, it would. give you uh, like another chance to like mm-hmm. support other, you know, just always have like stuff coming way, out too. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a cool Definitely. idea because you're yeah. sticking it to the man, a.k.a. YouTube, a.k.a. YouTube, right. Google, yeah. because, oh, yeah. we don't like guns. Sooner you know? or later, that shit's going to quit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or it's going to get so demonetized that it just it ain't going to be worth it. Yeah, right. that's when we were talking, also. like, when we were with Bobby, too. He's like, yeah. dude, I'm I'm making the money while I can. He's like, I yeah, don't know oh, if yeah. this will last forever. Like, oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, because YouTube, yeah, continuously mm-hmm. demonetizes everything. So, right. yeah, I think that obviously the roost would be a huge thing and every you know the other thing like you said you can't edit a video twice a week no you, you so know. but if you were putting out like stuff from channels like ours yep. and other channels then you'd be able to like constantly be putting stuff out mm-hmm. so be yeah, kind of tight definitely well, think of it this way all the society videos that i've watched they're all bangers of hunts right yeah they're not and so not every single time you go out hunting is going to be a banger just by the laws of nature you right know? And so you can't have that many good videos, like good yeah. videos. Yeah. Right. And like, I definitely don't want to watch somebody not shoot anything. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, well, I mean? you know, think about too, like how many times, obviously both of our different crews go out and have a hunt and it's just not it. 
and you oh. you tried to film the whole time and then you know yeah, oh yeah like at, at the end of the oh, year yeah. we released like what five or six cinematics but we tried to film like 10 yeah oh yeah no absolutely. you know it's just there's how times it is. we'll go out and uh we don't it didn't pan out like we expected or like the shots just weren't that good or yeah i had some kid in town where i'm like hey man you want to come film yeah i can film i've filmed before and then it's like you know that there's a <laughs> fucking zoom button on that camera right <laughs> well dude okay not only that but man i really think that's a huge misconception that people get that like every time us every time we hunt because we like film this like these sick hunts every time we hunt we crush oh, like people we do people, yeah, yeah right yeah <laughs> Joel's like oh yeah, yeah man, man, as, long, fitters, baby, as long as they're <laughs> pumping that dirty toxic coal water yeah, out exactly. there we're good uh, exactly. no but I mean obviously no, we every group you know you have your bad days like you have, yeah you oh know, yeah we so definitely don't I mean we try to tell people all the time like people ask well, us like how do you guys crush it every time you're out and it's like we don't we don't we definitely we just don't. definitely don't put those videos out so. No, there's a lot of times yeah. where, where uh, our pits up in Fergus will kill two, three, four, or five geese, you know? It's just yeah. how it is. They just, I like, you can't make them yep. cooperate. We're not God. We can't make them fly. We can't, but you just got to go out there and try. There's like, know, really man. nothing else I really Have can do. Have you seen my mustache? Yeah, I've seen it. I guess you could call me God. <laughs> yeah, I can, Dude, I don't, don't ever yeah. make that comparison. That was gross. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Don't ever do it again. Yeah, yeah, don't do that again. I might arrest you, so. Oh, make sure we edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that's cut. <laughs> cut. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, yeah, that, that is definitely a huge misconception. And I've had people even say like about you, like how, how is Joe crushing them all the time? And I'm like, well, first of all, this, all he does is fucking scout and like look for birds and find the birds. And you know, if you were to just literally dedicate every minute of every day to finding birds and shooting birds, you'd probably be pretty successful. I uh, quit having a nine to five job when I was like 26. I'm like, fuck. You're like 45 now, so. Um, actually, I'm 123. <laughs> I'm a time traveler, so I That's got it. I got it figured out pretty good. Yeah, you're but, a vampire, actually. Now, how old are yeah. you again? I am 31. Oh, 31. So baby. five years into the full time grind. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. So. And are you going to keep doing it? No, I definitely don't want to be guiding for my whole life. You know, I mean, well, yeah. if you talk to a lot of guys, like it's, it's definitely not all guns and glory. I can tell you that, you know, it's like, oh man, you, you get to do what I love doing. It's like, yeah, but I mean, there's times where you're like, fuck, this sucks. You know, it's cold and clear and you got to go sit out in the pit and you know, they're not going to fly for like the last half hour. You know, it's like, oh God, today's just not gonna be a good day. Or, but I mean, you, you don't know that, you know, right. so you gotta, you gotta go out. But yeah, it, it gets pretty rough. And that, yeah, another time. huge like thing we always hear too. People will be like, "Yeah, man, I got it for three months and I made seventy grand." No, you didn't. I'm like, no, you didn't. You're dude. lying, dude. You're lying. And who? who, uh, who what? What's the name of your outfitter? I know. Well, I love that yeah, too. And I'm all, like, people say that all the yeah. time. I'm like, dude, mathematically, really quick here. You can't do like that. seventy thousand dollars. You're making like literally fifteen hundred dollars a day, and you don't yeah. own it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So how's that possible? Right. Exactly. You know, no, it's not. You're, so. it's, you're not doing that. You know, especially right. if you're just like these younger guys, these 20 year olds, 22, 25 year old guys getting in there. It's like you guys are getting, unless you own the company, right? And you've been doing it for a while. I mean, it's just not relevant that you you're making. You're you're getting a hundred and hundred and fifty bucks a day, depending on who you're going with. You yeah. know, and like bigger yep. shot guys that know how to call really well and shit might be two hundred, maybe two fifty, depending on how big the guy services. Million to two million dollar lodge with five yeah. star chefs. Yep. And exactly. They are not profiting that much money no. they are maybe grossing 70 yeah, grand but they got a lot of overhead but they got yeah, a, lot a lot of overhead yep. yeah so it just doesn't work they're like doing that. it because they love it yep yeah, right i mean there. that's why i started doing it. i started yep. doing it because i love it and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like you know what i'm the one that's getting a lot of these fields um these are my blinds my decoys i'm like it'd be cool like i love home to my friends don't get me wrong but it'd be cool if 
I also got paid in the end too. So when you go out, <laughs> yeah, when sure. you go out and you shoot a limited geese or ducks, you're like, God, that was awesome. And then you get a handful of cash. You're like, that was even awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's a ton of work. Guidance fun, but it's also extremely stressful. So what's your game plan? I mean, just trying to get into this stuff with like the, the calls and, and other yep. stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Call sponsorships, whatever. Right. You know, Do hopefully, the the, hopefully roof takes off. Roof takes off. Yeah. Should. Yeah. I mean, no, for I that gotta, cheap. Damn. I got a question for you that I've gotten a lot of questions on that. And you are an actual contest caller, whereas I am not. Mm-hmm. I've just judged contests and I've, I've right. judged your contest, Stage Rage. Right, right. Thank you for that. You're very welcome. And next time <laughs> I expect Dude. three grand. Right, yeah. No, we can I expect all the prize money. We can definitely right, propose yeah. that to you. So. Dude, that Stage Rage was actually, <laughs> how many guys did we have in that novice? It was uh, a lot. 22. 22. For the novice contest. It was there's, a, awesome. there's a lot of like a lot of kids calling from Minnesota though. Yeah, oh yeah, Minnesota. Which that's is tight. That's how that started, honestly, because we would have at the puddle club or whatever it was show. I can't the game I, fair. No, it wasn't a game fair. Game fair is its own. Um, for a Minnesota state contest, we had something that's not around anymore. No, I mean it is around, but it was such a small contest. I was like, dude, this contest is so small, and like, I mean, it's just kind of out of the way. And then, um, and it wasn't fun. You'd go there for two hours and leave, you know. Sure. And then one year we didn't have a calling contest, and I was like, this is insane. Uh, we have some of the best callers in the world in Minnesota. You know what I mean? I'm like, we got to do something here. Yeah. I mean, I go to other states for contest calling. They have their state contest, and there's like two people in it. Right. And I'm like, dude, we have like we got 30 kids showing up to do this. You're so. right. Exactly. I'm like, dude, we have a huge thing. So I called the um, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Chuck Elliston with um, uh, Watson. Watson Hunting Club. And I was like, that place would be perfect, dude. It's literally a bar. Yep. There's literally a hotel in his basement yep. that's got nice rooms. And there is a strip club 10 minutes away. <laughs> and he's got a charter bus. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, most of these guys are really grimy like Joe. So it's perfect. Yeah, Joey, grimy hey, bastard. Hey, hey whoa. Oh. So, <laughs> so no, I was like, so I called him. He's like, yo, let's do it. And then we did it that one year. And I was like, we should, we have to have a contest. That's what started it, you know. So it, it's been a blast. Last year was really fun. Yeah, this year's going to be huge, I think. I hope so. It'd be yeah. cool. You're doing it again just this year. Going. Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. Well, no, we're I, not, not going to have I'm a calling contest. Sh- we're doing it for the podcast. Dude. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. yell at me. Well, the way you looked at me like, well, are you going to have another one? Yeah, of <laughs> yeah. course we are. Look at you like well, that. you know, everyone yeah. thought you were going to bring back Lifetime and you didn't do that either. So Nope. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Everyone's like, when can I get that next Lifetime call? And when Joe's can like, I get um, that go-to call? Well, Scott has them all and I have no idea why he hasn't put them out yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's done. I literally know he's got like 700 of them. It's like, all you got to do is tune and engrave them. Sell them, dude. <laughs> Sick, Whatever. Dude. So yeah. um, have you noticed that contest calling is kind of dying? How much less yes. participation is there? Yes and no. I mean, I I think when I got into it, what, six, seven years ago or something? I mean, I started taking it serious like five years ago, but I've been doing it since I've been like 17. I'd just do the ones in Minnesota. But, I mean, it was just always kind of flat out the same. I mean, back in the day, there used to be a lot of people, and you used to almost make 50, 60 grand a year doing calling contests if you went to a bunch of them, you know. But Jeez. now a lot of them are just kind of died off. 
Well, why do you think that is? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if people are too shy, too embarrassed to get up on stage. You know what I mean? I think it's because of social media, dude. Or it could be social media, I guess. I don't know. Because you used to have to go to these calling contests right, to, to get see, some clout. <clears throat> well, no, right. Well, to even like see a Scott Trinan or to see a Fred Zank or right. a Jeff Foyles, whereas now you can just go on Instagram and right. see what they're up to. Yeah, that's true, too, I guess, to an extent. But, I mean, if you like something enough, you'll go and hang out, you know. Right, but Do a lot you, of those people are still... You know, mm-hmm. shy, I guess, you know. Right, Do you right. feel like there's less hardcore hunters now than there used to be, though? No, I think I think there's more. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people getting into it and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but our numbers yeah, are so low on, like, the duck stamp. Yeah, you know, I hear that, too, but I don't see it. It's no, just I don't Because everybody either. around right. me, you know, yeah. I just kind of surround myself with waterfowlers, so, and none of them have left, you know, so it's kind of like, I yeah. don't see the numbers declining at all. Yeah, but you also mentioned to start this podcast, so, like, a bunch <coughs> of your buddies started Fowl Family with you, and then they just, like, trailed off, so, like, I, they and still I'm just, hunt, you know, though, you know, just not hard. Yeah. I know, but we see, we see that, too, you know. Or they fish like, and deer hunt, you know. Yeah, right. that's totally a thing, too. Like, a lot of dudes go a different direction with it, but, you know, with hunting and everything. But and it is easy because like when you're super involved in the waterfowl community, you're constantly seeing like all of the waterfowl community. Right. So to us, it's like, oh yeah, it's the same guys all the time. You right. Know? But right. I mean, that's almost like a bad thing actually, because mm-hmm. like we should be seeing tons of new guys all well, the time. I, f- I feel like there is. I feel <clears throat> like every every year a new sixteen year old is turned yeah. sixteen, and here yeah. he comes, you know, with him, all the, him and his hunting buddies, and they kind of just grow up the same. A bunch of farm yeah. kids, or you know. Or their dads in the cities grew up out in the country and moved to the yeah. city, so they want to show them duck hunting and stuff, you know? I right. mean, I don't, I guess, I don't know. One know? of the hard things, too, though, is, like, obviously our cities are expanding. So, like, mm-hmm. even, you know, like, you look at, like, St. Michael and, like, some of these yeah. towns out here that, you know, they used to be all farm. Now that's all developments. Right. So I think there's, like, less and less areas for, like, some of these kids to hunt. Mm-hmm. you know, and accessibility. And so I just, right. I wonder if there's less kids growing up in, especially in like city areas, yeah. quote unquote, because the cities are getting so much bigger. Now, if you live in like Maple Grove, which used to be a farmland 10, 15 years ago, yeah. now you're like a city kid. Yeah. I mean, that's true too. You know, I guess, <clears throat> you know? cake eater, if anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. I, I mean, don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe it's uh God, I don't, I don't know. There's so many reasons too, you know, like right. maybe it's the public hunting sucks. Cause I know the public hunting is trash around where we oh, are, yeah. you know? And I mean, some people are shy to go knock on a farmer's door. They're just scared of it. You know? Yep. It's true. It just is what it is. But well, the amount of time, like this place where I'm living right now at the sheep farm, Yeah. people are like, how'd you find this place? Like, how do you kill so many pigeons? How have, how do you have so much permission? Well, you talk it's to like the farmers. I literally knocked on the door and they look at me like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you just go and knock on the door, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the some other thing, though, like, got it though, I guess. truthfully, like some people, I was going to say some kids are like, some people are born salespeople. Right, right. And like, you're fine with rejection. But Thank like, you. dude, <laughs> you know, the amount of doors that we also have knocked on and people are like, get the hell off my property and yeah. don't ever come back. Yeah. You know, that's like, I've had you know, that. it's part one, of the game. In, one in, you know, five at least. It's part of the like, game. Dude. Yeah, you get bit by a farm dog, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. You're going to get chased How many girls you walk up to at the bar and you're like, hey. How you doing? Can I buy you a drink? Get the fuck away from exactly. me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Sooner well, or later, hey. one's going to be like, sure, hey. you're going to hit it off with them. That's Probably the going. same guys having trouble getting girls that are having trouble getting permission. Yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Michael Scott. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, obviously. Um, <laughs> Dude, yeah. how can we... I've had so much fun traveling with you and Nick to mm-hmm. all these contests mm-hmm. that I really want more people to get into it. And I... Right. Yeah, that was and my it, next question. How do we get more people to do it? I have no 
idea because it's not like we're not advertising them it's not like we're not showing how much fun we're having and stuff you know because me and you go to the bars afterwards like like going to salt lake city this weekend i've been going there this will be my third year and me and nick go and um it's awesome like salt lake city downtown bar scene is, is it pretty cool super sweet dude they got like all these cool ass whiskey bars all over it's just a cool environment you know and you can just cool. hang out and they got a big giant uh like a big game um show there a big game so it's, it's not oh. just it's not water, waterfall hunting is like 0.2 percent of what's going on there you know otherwise it's sure. like mule deer big white tails bears lions you know everything it's crazy so that show's yeah. definitely cool as shit ted nugent's there i seen him last year really yeah oh it's like a huge it's in a giant convention a center yeah right? it's a huge convention yeah. that's the word i was looking for a big convention Okay. Yeah, one thing one thing that has like come into my mind that me and you have talked about too is like some of these contests we should we should probably do something with like more organized stuff like outside of the right. like actually like game fair we should throw like you know meet and greets and like parties and like hangouts like after the shows and stuff. Well, we kind which of, we kind of do like yeah. at at the bar. Yeah, yeah. But you know some of the time too like especially know, vendors at the bar. It's, it's mostly vendors, but not only yeah. that, but like a lot of these kids. Oh, right, yeah. like you know, how many kids walk up to you at Game Fair and are like, "Joe, hey man, Joe," you know, mm-hmm. like we should. It would be tight to do something, even if it was like before we went to the bar with everybody. Well, that's kind of the re- like, that's kind of the reason to get them there too, though. You know what I mean? No, I get it, but but I don't know. It's almost like I don't know if it's like our duty, but like I, you know, like we. <laughs> you said it's duty. like our. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I feel like sort of like responsible to like continue to push generations into it. Right. I just think guys that are in the hunting industry and stuff like that should maybe especially waterfall hunting should promote more contest calling maybe you know i mean yeah i don't know i don't know how to explain it. i mean if you're a guide you you when you're hiring a guy i know like the main thing they ask is how well can you call yeah oh yeah you know so and, and well, that's what everybody asks me too is like how do i get a guiding job it's like well you got to learn how to call really well if you can call really well you'll be probably talked to, top dog at that place you're not just going to be a scout you're going to be out in the field calling and right. helping hunt yeah. and stuff another thing that comes to my mind too though is like part of the way that we get some of these kids into it is by not necessarily encouraging them to like come to the calling contests, you know, it's like sort of just like the ability to come and like hang out and like ask questions and like meet yeah. people and stuff. So oh, yeah. like, that's where my, my mind is at with it. Cause as soon as they like meet, you know, you and meet us and like meet other people, like dude, Sean stalls there, you know, like big, big name dudes are there that like have been doing this a long time. You know, like you said, man, like you grew up on the Fred Zink stuff and the yeah. Tim ground stuff and, and the Sean stall stuff. Yeah, man. And those guys are all at this, at those events, yeah, like, they are. you know? Yeah. And so it's like, you know, come and hang but is out. That, but you is know? that just cool to us? Because I don't think a 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 year old kid kind of knows who they really are. Yeah, much but if anymore, they saw you know their stuff, I mean? you know, yeah, if they I don't saw know, their stuff, like, definitely. But, but they're seeing our stuff. Right. And but so it, I'm saying like, you know, if they come and they like meet the right people and hang out, they're going to be right. more persuaded to like start doing that stuff. Right. Right. You know, yeah, I don't know. Definitely. Dude, man, first man. year I went to Game Fair, I was walking around and shit and I got up to Waterfowl Hill. It was like seven, eight years ago. And I was like, just are not i was like pretty serious at the age of like 16 about waterfowling and shit and that's when i really started working on my duck calling and i ran into field hudnall dude and i was absolutely starstruck and yeah, i was, I was like, that same way with shit i was that same way with jeff foils dude jeff foils was like my hulk hogan if that makes sense like yeah. any somebody's oh, yeah. hulk hogan is what i meant when i first seen him i was like there he is <laughs> jeff foils holy smokes and then the uh oh no maybe that was the next year is when he got his lanyard stolen and stuff. And I remember he was just looking at everybody funny, like, did you fucking take it? Did you take it? Oh, God. It was just crazy. <laughs> that had been terrible, though. That was terrible. Oh, imagine getting your band stolen. Well, Joey, you wouldn't know, but 
Well, <laughs> Joe, Joe wouldn't even care. Joe's like, yeah, I got 700 more in a box over there. So uh, whatever, man. I'll fill her back up. No, Joe, ain't not your two pigeon bands. <laughs> you son Dude. of a bitch. Let me tell you a story right now. The first hunt I took my dog on, we were on a public land hunt for opener, and I take out a couple of buddies, and I, I take my blind bag, and I take my lanyard, and we're going back and forth. This is on a public land spot, and I set my lanyard on top of my blind bag right next to the water's edge. And we're like walking a mile into public land and we come back and my lanyard's gone. And this lanyard had three personalized calls from Tim grounds, like from the year I was born. Cause my oh, dad and no. him were really good friends. And like it a had flute. Yeah. Like a guide flute from 1993. Damn. And it was badass. That'd and then a half sweet. breed she that said my sister's name on it. And he's like, I love you guys. Thanks so much for the time at Lockwa Parle. Like he engraved that on the call. That's so badass. sick. And I come back and my calls are gone. And guess what was on the call? One Mallard band that my dad shot in Kansas, two Canada bands that I shot, and then a Woody band that my dad probably killed, but he said that I killed it. Right, right. And it, all of those were gone. I searched for six hours, couldn't heard, find them. I heard what he said too. Yeah. That Woody band that I shot, but he yeah. probably said I shot it. <laughs> what? Well, you know yeah, what I, I know. I know. Did you know what I meant? Yeah, yeah, I know. So what you stop being a cock. Right, and, right. And right. uh, <laughs> Joe's like, what so you shot one band? Yeah, yeah right. Like, so I'm just doing the math here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that wouldn't that wouldn't be good at all. That'd be horrible. And then I lost a wood duck band one time. It was on my lanyard. My lanyard rope broke, Ugh. and it just I just picked the call up, you know, with the string on it, tied the string to it, and then like four days later, I was like thinking about that moment, and I'm like, oh my god, I think that wood duck band was on there, and it was, and I never found it. Son oh, of a damn. Do you have duck bands? Like, do you have some duck bands you've shot? Mm, just that, uh, just that one wood duck band. Yeah. That's it. I've seen them shot before, you know. Right. But, yeah. Well, never got them. Not as prevalent. Remember you went out on a big rig two years ago with Trevor on that pontoon Oh, no, dude, yeah. that Mallard band got shot? Yeah, he was down below, like, like we were up on top because he built this uh, pontoon blind, mm-hmm. and he was below me doing something with the motor covering it or something, and like a 40-pack of Mallards decoyed right into us. And then he, I'm like, should we shoot these, Trevor, or what? And he's like, no, I'm below you, don't shoot. So they land, and I'm like aiming at this Mallard. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot these. He's like, no, you'll ring my ears. Because he was like below me kind of deal, kind of yeah. in front of me. I'm like, fine. And it's like the one green head sitting right there. So he pulls up, shoots that one green head from below. Didn't even tell us. <laughs> oh. And he goes out there and he's like, dude, it's bandit. I was <laughs> like, so oh, terrible. you bastard. <laughs> That's but such a dick move. Whatever, yeah. Fuck your is. ears, dude. Hey, right. it's like you said, man. You see a band, you shoot a band. Kill it. But I, we didn't yeah. know it was And band. I know, but. Yeah. He just told us not to shoot and then popped into the 40-pack of Mallory. <laughs> Dope, dog. one bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, that's cool, man. Cal, I don't know how much you know that I've hunted with Joe. I bet you you and I have hunted close to like 20 times together now. Close, yeah. And we've tried to film almost every single time, and something has gone awry yeah, it never every works out. single See? time. Never that's what I mean. Dude, but how about this- the one time, are you going to talk about when we were sitting in the, the acre field? Yes. When the mouse yes, came yes, in? Dude, oh, no. That was, I was going to say it, this one it. time. Every time I think of hunting with Joey, I just kind of <laughs> laugh like, oh, no. So I lease this acre field in Hutch. It's, it's literally an acre grass field. It's just tiny, but it's yeah. in like a really good flyway, and like I can kill them out of it. So... There's a ton of mallards going in this cornfield right next to it, like hundreds of ducks and geese. And I'm like, oh, dude, we'll go out there, we'll put the DSDs out, and we'll kill some birds. 
and we put one spinner out and we're laying in these blinds and this like six to eight pack of mallards like sit at like from here to this here to the sink not like 10 yards if not close i'm like joey let's kill these and there's like four gorgeous drakes right up top like the closest ones to us we pull up my gun clicks joey's gun click we eject a shell both click click oh, <laughs> we dude. didn't even shoot oh and they God. sat there and floated in front of us for like another three no. seconds and then left and we're like what just <laughs> happened right there like those are the luckiest ducks in the world dude and you guys I were shooting boss or no <laughs> absolutely not we would have blew them in half if we were no here's the thing man that hunt was so crazy to me because joe's like yeah this there's this huge ditch separating yeah. the acre field from the um, cornfield the cornfield which yep. can't be hunted yep no well, what would you call that a reservoir field or it's just the farmer don't let anybody hunt it we used to hunt it way back in the day way back in the day but he doesn't let anyone hunt it so i mean we're like 10 feet from this field just mm-hmm. separated by this deep ditch and joe's like yeah i want to set out the dsds we'll put out like three dozen of them and um you know if we see mallards we'll put out a spinner and so we're like waiting for geese to fly and the geese aren't flying yet and all of a sudden these mallards come in we click 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 yeah, and yeah. i wanted to kill myself yeah it was bad and then the geese start flying we start calling out these geese and then all of a sudden cow the amount of mallards that came out and that were hovering above our head. Like, they were circling the cornfield behind us. And then we run out and turn on the mojo. And his buddy Aaron Luke is trying to film. Yep. And the battery keeps dying because it's so damn cold out. <laughs> yep. And we're sitting in these blinds. Like, there's no snow whatsoever. Uh, and we find this one little snow patch. And we put snow covers right on, on the these edge. layouts. Yep. Sick. So, like, bad hide, you think, but white on white. They had no yep. idea we no. were there. Uh-oh. And these mouth, it was probably like a hundred plus just circling, circling, keep getting closer and closer. And he's like, yep. dude, if we turn on that mojo, they're going to come right over us. And I'm like, shut up. So then he turns on the mojo, dude. And yep. these ducks are like seriously five feet above our layouts, just like circle, circle, circle. And then yep. they come right over us. And then we start shooting into the mallards. And it was yep. such a fun hunt. Right. Those it geese so poured cool. over us too. Like we, we could have pass get, shot oh, them pretty we, hard if we wanted to, but it's like, I want to like get them in here type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. We took a couple right at shooting light. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The sucker ones that came out first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That spot's sweet. I went out there at David Goose and uh, my buddy Alec and Jason. And I, I invited David like, hey man, I got this acre field. I mean, there's good traffic over here. Let's go try it out. Yep. So I put on my trailer, Bigfoots, and smoked them, actually. Like, they were decoying hard. Like, when I first leased that spot, Trevor was like, dude, those power lines right there, they're not going to come in there. Whatever, man. Those things drop right over those power lines right into there. That was a... That spot is actually really cool. When I it first is. came there, there was, like, junk everywhere. Oh, I'm like, is. He's like, yeah, yeah, there's, like, a bunch of, like, down tractors and shit. Just, like, park yeah. your truck right there. I'm like, dude, yep. this is 35 yards yeah, oh, from yeah. where we're sending our decoys. He goes, yeah. like, yep. trust me, man. There's a lot of birds that fly over this. I'm like, oh, yeah. you're insane. I feel like okay. the more junk you hide in, too, the more it yeah. hides oh, in. Oh, yeah. You know, you can just sit on a bucket if you want yep. to, you know, and just look like another piece of machinery that's dead out there. Yep. Another thing I wanted to talk about and give you a little bit of credit, even though you probably – don't need any more credit for your <laughs> adventures, but you taught me uh, how to grass your layout. Like, I mean, oh, literally yeah. put grass in your layout, and it has changed the way that I goose hunt. Yeah, yeah, the grass hide, man. It's Definitely. incredible. Yeah, Phil Schmidt taught me how to do that, the guy who owned Goosebusters yeah. and sold it to Trevor. I mean, it absolutely me murders it. birds. They have yeah, no idea that you're a part of, like, a weed line. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I... I guess I don't really hunt X fields that much, maybe 1% of the time. So I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know if, um, it works on X fields as well. I mean, I'm sure it does. Yeah. But when you're running traffic, those birds aren't in that field. So they don't know what it looks like. Right. You know what I mean? So you put green ditch grass out there. 
you should be fine. Well, it works in right. anything, man. Yeah, it works exactly. in a bean field, corn field. So like early season, field. early season, go get that long, you know, like ditch grass. Like, yeah, like twenty inch ditch grass, and just yep. tear all that. It'll stubble your blind really fast and really bushy and really good, and then go out there. And then when it later in the year when it dies. So will that ditch grass next to that corn. So they'll cut the cornfield and, and it'll be yellow, you know, and that ditch grass next to it will be like very similar to that color like of yellow. Right. Oh, yeah. So we take that grass, we stubble it as well as we can, put them together, and then we put crap corn trash stubble and just sprinkle it on top of us and around us. Yep. And we smash them. Me and Turkey Man just did that in Illinois and we killed our limit last week. And then like a very flat, no stocks up yeah, cornfield. Yeah, it looked good too. Yeah, it looked good. It yep. looked really good actually. Yeah. But I mean, we've been, I get that question every day. How would you hide in this field? How would you hide in that field? You know, right. it's like a grass hide. Grass and hide, they yeah. never do it. You know, it's like, God, sometimes I feel like I tell people to do things and they're just like, nah. <laughs> like, well, why'd you ask? Yeah. You know? Right. It's crazy too. When we went to Illinois, we, we did those A-frames in the middle of the field. Yeah. And it, they said they had been saving that X field for 20 some days. Jeez. So these geese have been in that field yeah. constantly for Knew 20 it. days straight. Yep. And then you put an A-frame in the middle of the field. Three A-frames. Yeah. And, you know, we were like, wow, there's so many geese coming to this field. But at the end of the day, we were trying to kill geese within 30 yards. Yep. So we killed our 12-man limit, but it was like, hacking how many a little geese bit? did we... No, 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 we didn't hack at them. But mm -hmm. it was just like, how many geese did we miss? Right. Because, like, we should have done layouts is what we should yeah. have done in That's a grass field. Yeah. every time. I am not a fan of those A-frames, dude. Oh, man. I, they're it's like they're good. Not yeah, like the other thing is, too, though, is, like, they're really solid for filming. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I'll like, put my camera guy in one, oh, but yeah. I ain't going to put me and a bunch of hunters in one. I just don't like them. I just rather use layout blinds because I know it's going to work better, in my opinion. I know people crush them in X-fields with A-frames. I know people do really good on traffic and A-frames, and I know they do good on the edge. I've maybe hunted them five times, and every single time we've hunted them, they're like, oh, no, they're going to come from out front, you know, and here they come, and they kind of come towards us like, what is this thing? You know what I mean? And then there's 20 guys looking up like, hi, look at all our Mountain yeah. Dew and Chew cans and <laughs> freaking six, seven guys sitting here, and they're like, nope, and they just leave. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. And we should have just used those layout blinds. Yeah. Right. Whatever. I don't know, man. I It's really hard for me to hunt a layout after a certain point of the year, though, because of how cold it gets. Oh, yeah. I need a heater. Yeah, that's why you come to Fergus Falls. Right. Feed down waterfall. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> for sure. Go that's, sit in a pit with a heater. <laughs> right. That's yeah. nice. Referring yeah. back to that, though, man, Fergus Falls has been some of the funnest goose hunts I've ever been on. I've never, well, I shouldn't say I've never experienced that. La Quiparo back in the day used to be like that. Oh, yeah. But now it's Fergus Falls. Right, right, right. Do you think after they shut down the coal plants that it will You're gonna continue? You're going to go back to lock? Do you, oh, or, no. Or I do mean, you think they'll spread? Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, I think it, the hunting's always going to be good in Fergus, maybe until the end of November. It you know what I mean? It's always going to be dynamite, October, middle of October, all the way to the middle of November, to the middle of, you know what I mean? Or towards like yeah. the end of December. Well, it'll depend on weather too. Right. Bit, yeah, absolutely. But even when you get that cold snap, like even when, when it was negative whatever out, like negative 20 when we went out there hunting, there were still thousands of birds to work with. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I know, I mean, at the end, I was watching your Snapchats too at the end of the year. I mean, you and Turkey were still out there shooting them. You know, Ben was out there with you. I mean, it was a slow, obviously a slower game. Yeah, but you're picking at them. You know, yeah, but whatever. you're still shooting them out there. Right. I mean, there's yeah. still some birds there. Yeah, killing three, four, five a day. Yeah, and then, I mean, but I think Joey's question still, like, relates to, like, at when it gets that cold, where are they going to go? go? I don't know. 
That's a, I think they're going to spread out. Question. That's a big question. Yeah, yeah. Monticello has a big power plant that keeps water open. Right. And there's big stone. Yeah, but is it like Fergus right now? No. Well, then why wouldn't it? If they move out of there, why wouldn't they just go straight there right now? That's though? what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So I don't well, know. Maybe well, Lockerbie Park. As they head south, they see that and they don't feel yeah. a need to leave. Yeah, but hey, we're in Fergus. It's froze. We'll go to here yep. where it's not. You know, why wouldn't they Correct. just do that? Well, that's what I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I think at that point, they're just gone, gone. You know what I mean? Like they're like, you know, when they pick up and leave, they're like, we're leaving. Yeah, exactly. We're leaving, leaving. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. It'll be yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It will be very interesting to see. Tell us about Jersey. I want to hear about these brand Dude, geese. Jersey was so, so awesome. So we we guide down in uh, Oklahoma for Coastal Wing Outfitters. Yep. We're down there for a whole week. They got a new lodge. Larry Robinson owns it. And if you guys want to shoot little geese or gorgeous, gorgeous full plume ducks for the wall or anything, yeah. go down there because we kill a lot of them. So you and Nick go down there. Me and, and Nick the, go down there. Yeah. Is so Tulsa down there too? Yeah, Tulsa's down yeah, yeah. there as a guide. We but we like sublease from Larry. This will be yeah, like yeah. our fourth or fifth year. So we go yeah. down there yep. like, hey Larry, worked a deal out with him. Like, let us bring clients down here. Blah 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 blah. House them, and then he gives a good percentage type yep. of deal. So we do that, and then my buddy Alec uh, Schumacher comes and films, and uh, I was like, dude, my buddy John. From New Jersey, John Olenek. I'm pretty sure that's how you say his last name. I asked him like 10 times. Olenek, Olenek. I just call him Captain John. But he, he owns a River Rats Waterfall. And um, you got to be a licensed captain out there because yep. it's all water and all yep. that stuff, right? So And he's like, dude, come out. We got a dynamite brand spot, you know, and we've been killing a couple bands here and there, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, dude, I will. So I, I asked uh, Alec, like, hey, dude, when we're done filming in, in Oklahoma, let's go from Oklahoma, let's go straight to New Jersey for two days and hunt, like, sea ducks and brants, you know, yeah. and, and film it. And I go, I'll tell you what, if you if you come with and, and film, because he's never killed a brand. I've never killed a brand. I'm like, i tell you what, I will film you killing your first two and then hand the camera to you and yeah and he's like no dude don't worry about it like i'll film you doing everything like everything we usually do and then um when you're done killing your limit you take the camera obviously yeah. i was like yeah all right whatever whatever that's fine so we go out there um meet john dynamite guy and we get to this spot and it's a shoreline you know you can only access it from one spot of the water yep. or like from the water so we're on the shoreline, we got decoys out, and all of a sudden, here comes this four or five pack of Brant, and I pull up in the blind, smash, like, those guys were shooting with me, you know, we killed like three or something like that, or whatever it was, but I just know I got my first Brant, so I went out there, picked it up, nice adult Atlantic Brant, brought it back, and um, showed Alec and the camera, like, dude, look at these, these things are sweet. So Alec's filming me, and as soon as I put it down, he hits the off button and just shoves the camera in my chest, like... <laughs> Your turn, dude. Yeah. I have to kill one of these. And I was like, well, I got one more to shoot, but that's fine. You know, whatever. <laughs> so he sits down and I like filming actually, you know, like yeah, I yeah. really enjoy filming it. And <laughs> I'm sitting there and a 20 pack of brand come in and those guys ran him out. And there's like a group on the more right side and a group in the middle. And he killed two on the right that went straight down. And when we walked out there, it, that was where that double banded. Yeah, tracker so tracker insane. tarsal came from and <laughs> i was like oh my god i couldn't believe it and and uh john we go walking out there and we start freaking out over this band you know and i was like holy smokes i can't believe it and then when he turns it towards me because when he was walking out there he's like hey this one's got a tarsal on it i was like no way and he's killed tarsals before but he's never killed one with a tracker on it so when he picks that bird up he's like not even looking at it you know he's like looking away like yeah and i'm like it's got a tracker dude like i just freaked out oh like it, not gosh. only is it double banded but it had a tracker and i look over at alec and alec's like 
oh my god <laughs> you know like yeah so did alex been, shoot that yeah yeah that's yeah, so oh, yeah. sick and he does not. he have his own he has his own thing right he does he go snow goose guiding uh he, yeah what is that snow county or snow, snow country snow, snow country, country outfitters yeah, or snow something? country outfitters in arkansas i yeah. just put in like a fourteen thousand dollar pit i mean Dude, things I just saw that gorgeous insane things gorgeous and he's got two thousand brand new of those xs sx snows and they look great i yeah. mean yeah He's doing pretty good. That's so awesome, that's another man. thing. You guys want to sit in a nice warm pit down in, down in uh, Arkansas, Arkansas with shoot some uh, snows. Yeah, go down with Alex yeah. Schumacher. That's crazy. He's man. a good dude, man. Yes, he's really cool. Super chill. You know yeah. what's cool, man? Is like, um, same man. You can have this persona because of your social media, where people are like, "Oh, kid's just a fucking douchebag" or whatever. And then people ask me all the time, like, "Well, what's that Joe Hines like?" And I was like, "Dude, like." He's dope ass. Like, I have a lot of fun hanging out with you. Yeah, oh yeah. And, like, people are like, oh, well, isn't he just Snapchatting all the time? It's like, no, it's like a quick excerpt. excerpt yeah, no, I'm not Snapchatting and it's, all the time. And it's just done, you know? Right. And what I really appreciate is you've introduced me to so many awesome people in this industry, like right. Alex Schumacher. Yep. And um, Ryan Berg is another good friend yep. of mine that you've introduced me to. Trent, just Connor. Trent Toso, yeah. Connor. Like, yep. It's cool. Like, you run with a really good group of guys. Aaron Luke, he's a yeah. dope-ass dude, too, and we Snapchat yep. all the time. He's hilarious. Yeah, Aaron Luke. It's turkey, easy to get along, man. though. It's easy to get along when you're, like, com- all completely invested in, like, the same passion. Yeah. You well, know, yeah. for sure. For but sure. That's what's dope about the waterfowl community, though, right. man. We're all just a right. bunch of fucking bird nerds who want to go out and kill geese. And what's cool about Joe is that he gets just as much of a kick out of pulling the trigger as he does fooling the birds with the call, you know? Right, I no, oh, yeah, or like you that. said, filming. Right, like, yeah. it's just being in the environment of it all the time. Yeah, I, I tell it. Joey that all the time, dude. Like, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. We we always ask the question or, like, we, you know, argue about the question, but, like, what makes a true waterfowler, you know? And it's just, like, if you just enjoy and, like, love doing it and, like, yeah. you want to do it whenever it's possible for you to do it. Right. You know, what is a true waterfaller? It's not your numbers. It doesn't matter how right. many you kill as long as you're out there, dude. Yeah. That's what a true waterfaller is. Oh, it's snowing and it's 10 degrees. You still want to go hunting? It's a true waterfaller in my right. book. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I enjoy everything about it. And, uh, I, like I said, told myself that at 25 years old, there's, there's nothing else I want to do in life. Right. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, no, it's cool too. I mean, the other, I mean, the other thing that was sweet was when we went hunting with Bobby yeah. <clears throat> like, dude, Bobby's been hunting. He didn't just, like, start hunting when he picked up his YouTube thing. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, the right. dude's been hunting forever. So it's, right. like, everybody you meet, that like, anybody, even if you don't love their channel or you don't love what mm-hmm. they're doing or whatever, anybody yeah. that's doing this, you know, we should try to support, obviously, oh, absolutely. each other. There, another you know, thing I, is, too, is, like, when you meet Bobby Guy, you're going to like him. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, he's a man. cool dude. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, like, at first, one like his videos and stuff, you know, I was like, uh, this isn't what I'd watch and stuff like that. But I, and for like two hours, I was like, dude, there's no way. And then I sat there and was like, but dude, what's he doing? He's making a living strictly off hunting. Yes. You can't knock that guy's grind. Right. Hell yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah, and then I met him at Game Fair and we had a bunch of beers. He's a cool dude. I like him. Yeah, the other thing is when we were there, like the dude is super, it's not like it's easy what he's doing. Like the amount of content he puts out all the time, it's oh, a grind. Man. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. You, you got to look at his job, edit, 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 film, edit, blah, blah, blah. You absolutely. Know? Yeah, we were there and he's like, yeah, I need two hours in the basement because I need to edit these videos right now. And we're like, okay. Don't, yeah, like, don't talk like, to me. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, dude, you got to look at yeah, it. Man. That's your job. Of course. You know? Yeah, but he's scouting every day, hunting every single day, right, you know, yeah. and then it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I would never knock anybody for 
pursuing that lifestyle the well, same way we like to. I'll mm-hmm. knock a couple people, but yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a couple yeah. dudes. Yeah, that I couple think uh, you know. Yeah, you gonna go to Shot Show next year, dude? I'd love to, just because I go. like Las Vegas so much. <laughs> I hate Vegas, but shut up. I swear. I hate Vegas. I hate no way. Worse, dude. Why? You guys don't just, gamble or what? I'm not a gambler. Not really. I no. just like blackjack table. And I'm I mean, I know there's a, there's a lot of stuff to do out there. So. Oh, yeah. I, just, I like hanging out. I like drinking. I like gambling. <laughs> I like having fun. Yeah, having fun, dude. No, Especially if there's a hunting show in town, dude. even better. And yeah. it's the biggest. Like, dude, when you, you have to go next year for oh, sure. Yeah. But, man, I'm telling you, it will blow your whole mind. That'd be cool. It's like, really overwhelming. It's so Is overwhelming, it? dude. It's insane. Like every show you've been to will be nothing. Once you, I mean, still fun, but like, dude, right. the like the F uh, the FN booth or like the Kimber booth, mm-hmm. like, dude, there's they for sure spend like one point five million dollars on their booth. Chill out. I swear, it's ridiculous, it's man. Too much. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's just like next level in terms of a show. It's just crazy. I mean, they could take 1.2 million and put it on black and make it <coughs> even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Perfect. <laughs> or, or they have a basement booth for the year. Yeah, but, right. you know, or they whatever. have a stool with a guy in a t shirt on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 10 by 10 booth. People walk by. Like, F- what? Hey. FN? Yeah, man. Oh no. my God. Dude, um, before we close out this podcast, where can people find you on social media? My Instagram is Grinder Heinz. And my Snapchat is and your YouTube. Miss yeah, and my YouTube is Grinder Heinz. And my Snapchat is Mr. Heinz. M R H E I N T Z. And uh the roost will be coming out. So look for that. As of now, you gotta go to moltgear.com and then go to the products and it'll say the roost and click on it. But that should Sick. be out before Christmas. Are you guys like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Uh, are you guys like pre-selling right now? Like you can you can no. you subscribe to it yet? No. Okay. Uh, between as a little secret, we might just release it and not tell anybody. Sure. Because yeah, there's a lot of people that it. message me and message him like, oh, I'm clicking on the roost like almost daily. I'm clicking on that roost tab, but nothing's popping up. It's like because it's not there yet, you know. So we're just gonna see what happens, and then maybe in three days after, like, right, the roost is up. Pull a real Drake thing. Promote just, like, drop an album at midnight and to that not was Eminem, wasn't it? They With all do it now. Music to be yeah. murdered by. They, they don't do even it. care. You yeah. know, Kanye goes up into the mountains and then makes a Jesus yeah. album. So, yeah. yep. And then he just drops it at midnight on a day that he never told you he's dropping on. And all right, you gotta catch up, baby. <laughs> okay, Kanye. Get with the times, baby. But yeah, dude, I can't wait for the hunt season to get back. Now it's a calling contest season. I'm Salt Lake City this weekend. Game fair always and uh, stage rage, stage rage, and uh, what else? Uh, Rogers contest. Yeah. I'll be yep. at that. I think too. And that was a got, fun one. Uh, we got to plan something tight for Game Fair. Yeah, whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Dude, we got to um, actually produce a successful video. Hunter video. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Sweet. yeah, yeah, we can do that. Well, because where we are right now, that's mm-hmm. where I've done a, a decent amount of my hunting, and it's all traffic. Yeah. And these guys are going to let me put in a pit in the field right. adjacent that has 900 acres or so that's been a historical X mm-hmm. is also letting me put in a pit. That'd so it's going to be... It's going to be a good year out cool here. Area. Yeah, hell yeah. But, all right, guys. Check out Joe Heinz, Mr. Heinz on Snapchat, Grinder Heinz on YouTube and Instagram. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening. As always, see be you on soon. The, be on the lookout for the roost as well. Roost is coming. Boom. <laughs>